Hello and Yasu! On Love & Hip Hop Atlanta, we're still trying to figure out what the hell happened between Carly and Pooh. Then, on Friends & Family Hustle, Tiny pops up on King while he's out on tour. Black King Crew Chicago, we see the divide between old and new Nine Mag. Then, uh, we count down our favorite Basketball Wives moments. From last season, VH100, the podcast starts right ahora mismo! The official podcast for all things VH1, a little pop culture, a little personality, and as always, if you haven't subscribed or commented, come on, please. My name is Easy Manoli. And I'm Lejeune, and you already know, we're here for another episode of the VH100 podcast. Oh my god, another one? Another episode! We're popping off! So, but no, seriously, if you want to get involved in the conversation, we want to hear from you, fan siders. Get like us, and get involved with that hashtag, VH100 podcast. (laughs) Thank you. How are you? You know, I, you know, I, I'm doing, <laughs> LeJean's going to be doing an accent later on in the podcast. Don't you know? <laughs> and it's not already... Bobby's mom. <laughs> <laughs> She's already rehearsing, clearly. Right. Uh, what's going on? These are different. These, that's a completely different accent. The accent I was just doing is Bobby's mom. The accent I'm going to get into later is going to totally be oh. inspired by the location. Oh, you the are location. so talented. Thank you. Thank you, love. <laughs> What's good, girl? Oh, you know, I'm just chilling with my boo. Life feeling good, you know? Oh, I thought some... you said I'm chilling with my boo. I was no, like, no. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah. Hey, boo. Wait. Who? You. Oh. Hey. I, girl, I thought you had a whole love hey. life going on. No, 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 not that. No love life going on. But I did have, like, a cool time hanging out with my cousins. I, I One thing I can say is that the older you get, the more you realize. Appreciate And, and appreciate family your family time. And yeah. so I really loved it. I had cousin brunch. Oh. And then we had a little turn up after. Um, t- my cousins came into town. Did you upside down twerk? Up no, I didn't. But we had a good time just kicking as... We watched other girls doing. Okay, so just, you just sat back and watched the we show. We sat back and watched the show, and it was great. Oh, good. Yeah, I drank um a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't. So tell. I'm like surprised that I didn't do any twerking. That's all right. You were just feeling. I don't yourself. think I ate enough. Ooh, yeah. My mom and I always drink on an empty stomach, and we always end up vomiting. And you think Me we too. would learn by now? But we don't. I know, and it's like it's just so, there's no time, and and it doesn't hit the fan until you get home. Like why yeah. you don't even know? Really, well, at least it's when you get home though. Yeah, I, yeah, you're right. Because right, right. back in the day, I'm like, oh, throwing up in the club bathroom again. It's just like not cute because right. then you come out and you I still would make out breath. with people. Oh shoot! Pop in a piece of gum, you fine. Pop in a piece of gum, you fine. What that boy don't know won't hurt him. <laughs> Swish a little water in there. Yeah, a little mountain gargle. The like you taste a little vinegary. You're like, oh, I had a salad earlier. Right. And it returned. Right. Meanwhile, That's your fine. throat is raw from. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. Sorry, it's so I gross. It's fine. It is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Life. I have not been able to really party because I'm out 
We're out in LA. We got a whole lot going on we over do. here. But I'm glad that we get to see each other. I know, me too. But I'm, I am very excited to see like the, what the Los Angeles nightlife has to offer. I'm excited I've to see. I've gone out. No, me too. I'm excited times. to see what the nightlife has to offer with you. Oh, I've I already know my favorite places. Oh, that's good we, because you know we've yeah, gone to LA yeah, a couple gone times. Yeah, we've gone to LA and frequent a couple times. But I'm excited to be there um, with you. Oh, because it's been okay. a long time since we did, we've been on a trip together. A and B went on a social a trip and then got our socializing on. Right, because we're always working all always the time. working all the time. One time did we like go out. In Atlanta. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was cute. That was fun. We needed to, yeah, so we'll do an LA outing. Yeah. And also, really quick, happy Father's Day weekend. Right. It's happy coming Father's up. Day. It's coming up. Happy Father's Day, Dad. Are you, can you do anything or no? Because you're kind of out here. Yeah, kind of out here, but I have to make sure that that card gets there on time because my dad, he's so particular about cards. If wait a he, minute. I remember. Right. He'll send it back. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. You, I remember that you sent him a Father's Day card late. and it was late. Got and it back he, in the mail. And then he sends it back to you and he's like, you're late. Yeah. And he's just like, it's only like a couple times a year that you just have to think about me and make oh, it happen. Oh, shit. And the daddy try guilt. to make it happen. Yeah. And, and it worked because now I'm like on time. Like to the point where if I'm not going to be on time, I will overnight. Oh, oh, you know, it has to be handwritten, right? It's nothing like generic, like yeah. Because my dad, he has like a subscription at this card store, so he Ooh. gets these like great cards, and he's underlining words and circling things, oh. and then writing a personal message. It's it's a lot. For, it means a lot to he him. It's a lot. So a thought into it. I have it. to put that same thought back. The same energy, girl. That's right. That you gotta same match energy, your daddy's energy. Same energy, a mo. Okay. Well, you better send. How that about out. you? Well, so Father's Day is always a little different for us because, yes. yeah, you know, my dad passed away in mm-hmm. 2011, but we always still celebrate him. Nice. How? In the best way that we can. Well, we, uh, obviously I'm going to be in L.A., so this year we can't. But mm-hmm. just like, you know, like he always loved to barbecue. So just like yes, barbecuing things. Yes. Drinking the Greek wine. Right. Just stuff like that. Mm-hmm. He loved like cowboy movies, but I just can't really like watch those a lot. Even when you're drunk, it seems cute. like fun. It could. I never tried that. You should. I can't believe Giddy you haven't not- done that. That'd be fun. Yeah, like a literally Western movie. He, like lit like, Western night? Yeah, That's he poppin'. was legit from Greece, Greece. Like born there, moved to America when he was 18. Right, and loves but he loved cowboy. Western wow. movies and Taekwondo. Like he was into karate. Oh, wow. It was like a whole situation. Right. Yeah, so there, there's that. But no, we always like try to, we don't try to be somber about it. We try to be uplifting and cute. Good, that's cute. That's how you got to do it. That's right. Celebration of life. So happy Father's Day to everybody. That's right. Celebrate your daddy because I know sometimes we always focus hardcore on Mother's Day as we should. Right. But dads need love too because there's a lot of dads out there that are pulling through. Yeah, they are pulling through. There we go. So June, before we swan dive into our VH1 world, I always do this to you. Just remind everybody how they can get involved. What's our hashtag? If you want to get up in this conversation, use that hashtag VH100podcast. Oh, thank you. I think I just like to quiz you on the on our hashtag. Numbers. I know, and I'm doing good. I, I'm doing good. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. I used to like to stop after VH100. Yeah, and then she just loves it. But I'm like, girl, we a podcast. You got to throw that word in there. That's right. Mm. So typically I throw a pop culture pop quiz your way. But this week we're going to skip 
because we got a lot going on in this episode. So I say we go right into Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Ooh, that's good. I get to bust out my accent. You get to bust out the accent yes. and the free cap and everything you want to, what else do you want to throw at me? Um, better not be throwing elbows at me. You're going to find out in this free cap. That's what you're going to find out. All right, well, let's get into it then because I want to find out because I'm nosy like that. Great. Ready? And three, uh. two, go. <laughs> Spice catching flights from Gambia to Trini. Hey. The dance had queen on her melanin duty. That's right. She don't need Lisa to teach. Pooh out here trying to preach about some loose ass bows and them shitty ass sheets. Ew. Carly on her Mori trying to clear the fact sheet. Mm. Kurt was keeping secrets till Rashida took the phone. No, no. You could have kept it real and told her what was going on. True. Since main man got hit, he wants that old thing. Shay like, you better get with this co-parenting. That's right. Yep, 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 yep. Come on, free cap. <laughs> One time, one time. There you go. One there you time. Go. I know. She's like a one-take wonder over here. I just stumble a little. I, that's okay. All Listen, right. well, we make you do it live, so. It's true. It's like a free cat. That's how you know it's real. Yeah. <laughs> that's how you know it's real. Sometimes I got to mess up. Yeah. So they know it's real. So she knows it's real she and she's it's human. Real. Right. <laughs> But, yeah, so Rashida and Kirk, you know, they're on this swamp tour, which I also find hysterical because I, I don't know if they actually went to bed after the whole partying into the daytime thing. Maybe they took a night, a nap. They, I, mm, they, we don't know. Woo. We're like, no, no, no. But her phone does die, which I guess your phone's dying too. And <laughs> literally she's just like, yo, give me your phone so I can take pictures. And he's like, of course, no problem. I don't know how she stumbles upon it, but obviously she finds texts from Jasmine. Yeah, because it didn't seem like it took her very long. Uh, yeah, so I don't know if homegirl was texting him at that moment, if she accidentally slipped a finger and hit the text message button. Or if while she was looking or taking the picture, the alert comes up. Yeah, so exactly. This and then, is what you have, have to do when you're creeping. Yeah. All right? A, B, the text previews. I don't know if he has that. But when I see a person's phone light up and they have a text preview and I can read their message, I'm like, wow, you are just ballsy. Oh, help me. Make me savvy. Take that preview You have away. text preview? I think I do have text preview. What? And so, but what happens is that what I would do, uh-uh. I'm not saying that I have ever done it, but what I would do is if I had someone holding my phone and there was a potential for me to be hit up by somebody, like a dick I'll quickly block them and then no. let, and then oh, let someone hold my phone. Oh, because shit. I know who you know who you <laughs> might expect something from, or even just it might not even be a DP. It could just be like, "Hey, you, yeah, that can start a whole." But wait, if you block them though, and they do text you, you won't get it though. See, so my nosy self would be like, if I block them for like five minutes, I'm like, "Oh my god, did they text me in five minutes?" Right. So then I'm all, if I text them, and they'll be like, "Didn't you get my text message?" How do you explain that? I, it's never happened, but ah. I, but also I. <laughs> have poor phone etiquette. Yeah, and you people do. people are used to me. <laughs> she got read receipts. Uh, whenever I text her, I'm like, well, that's why I like I'm like, oh, she didn't read my... Oh, she she left me on red. <laughs> I do not do read receipts no, or text preview. But so, no, Kirk, but take note Sometimes you can read a message without clicking on it. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right, you're right, you're right. I have like <laughs> 12,000 unready oh in my, my Gmail. <laughs> I hate that. That stresses me out. All those red circle things are gone. But... So, yeah, maybe Kurt needs to take a, a, a piece, what's that called? A page out of your book. Yeah. Or your sh- book and take those previews uh, oh, off. Because yeah. I feel like that's what happened. It oh, happened so quick. Yeah. Something popped up while she was using the phone. And that's like, Kurt, why are you so, you didn't have anxiety about this? Why? Yeah, he was very, that's why I, I know you're going to probably come for me on this and maybe everybody else will too, but I was very <laughs> impressed with how cop cool and collected he was. He's like, 
Yeah, we've been texting. Like, he almost knew, like, I'm going to get caught one day, so here I am. I just really wish that he would have been proactive about this and not Yeah, well, she does say that when they have, like, the little discussion. Of course she said it. On the talk. When they're done, that that swap tour ended mad quick. Right. Like, oh, all right, we got an exit stage left here, and let's have a conversation on the doc. But overall, um, he likes saying doc. It it sounds like doc. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh snap, mom. (laughs) I'm sorry. My mom just knows now. She's like, oh lord, this kid. I'm like, listen, you shouldn't have had me in your uterus. That I know. The whole family is like, my whole family is gets involved. I, I should have mentioned this podcast? last week. Yeah, because I have an aunt. Her name is, we call her T. Debbie. Hey, T. Debbie. But, like, some people call her Mama D. Yeah. Oh. So when I picked Mama D for oh, the game God. a couple weeks ago. She thought you were talking she about She was in my DMs, and she sent me a picture. <gasps> and she was like, I'm Mama D, and I, I never been a pimp. Oh, my stars. You got to see the picture. Yeah, no, when the I other. I didn't talk about this last week. And I got so busy, wrapped up in my car. I know. <laughs> Well, that was the whole situation, yeah, and we're not—we ain't gonna touch that car again. Not. <laughs> but back to Kirk and Rashida, though. Uh, wrapping that out, basically, <laughs> Mimi does suggest to Rashida that you should have a chat with her. Yeah. Because she's like, you know, get your chat off. That was good advice. I'm glad somebody came back after Bam was like, listen, my situation is like this. Yeah. Like, ma'am, your situation is ratchet. I'm sorry, but oh! you, I'm sorry. But that's it's not different. healthy. Her situation's different. It's not as healthy. There need you need to have communication. With, like with, a father should have be in communication with unless there's something that is like preventing it from being healthy. And in that case, I advise therapy. But you mm-hmm. have to have a healthy form of communication with the parent of yeah, your and child. And it doesn't seem like again, I am not know the whole story, but I don't it doesn't seem like Erica's trying to fuck anything up either. So I feel, it feels like Erica's moved on with her life yeah. and I don't understand why Bam is intimidated by her. That's true. So but yeah, so Mimi, yes, she's bringing poo back and forth to squash the sheets. With Carly. Oh, Lord. I can't least... wait till these sheets are squashed. <laughs> I know. But um, at least Mimi is also, you know, giving advice to Rashida. She's like, yo, listen. Because, you know, Mimi knows a thing or two about this kind of situation, yeah, too. Yeah, she herself. knows a thing or two about a scandal. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> but Rashida's also chatting it up with Spice and Tokyo. And when Spice finally comes into town... At first, um, she's just telling them, like, I don't want to bleach my skin anymore to prove a point. Because she right. doesn't want to destroy her melanin. That's right. That so, melanin yes. beauty. I was like, right. great. She don't need bleach to teach, y'all. She got her message across, and she yeah. saw how it resonates with the world. Because, yeah, that was crazy how she was nervous about performing the song. That's what I was going to say. Because of the reality and, that like, they're she living. Got, she was like, right. wow, like, bleaching skin over there. Is it's celebrated, right? And can you imagine being in front of a whole crowd and yeah. a lot of people may have had it done, and you're and singing you're like, this song there. about it? But I feel like you know, yeah, it, she the song was done tastefully, and she was considering herself doing it. So it's not like she was up there like, "There's something wrong with you if you do this." Yeah, she yeah. Was if just that was like, the tone, then it would be different. There's but... something wrong with the fact that we feel the need to do this. Yeah. Ooh, layers to Lejeune. That's what you wait. Oh, I like that. That's a segment. <laughs> layers to Lejeune. Next week, we'll hit you guys with Layers to Lejeune. <laughs> but Spice is giving some of our RuPaul Drag Race drag queens a run for their money. Woo, is she, boy. Did you see that move she pulled? I she saw a lot of moves. a leg lift, like a standing split right. spinning. I've never seen that done. She was amazing. I was... I, she I was doing those splits. She just is so... She's so flexible. flexible. 
and thick. Because I that's why like, I was so yo, proud of her. I've never seen she anyone so thick. Did you see do that, that clip where she like jumps off of a speaker and like lands on a split on top of one of her dancers and she's like, ga, ga, ga. She hits it hard. So I was right. Was kudos to you. What? Yo. Yeah, she hit it hard. Yeah, she killed it. She hit it hard. I can't is she married? She should. I, I can't so. believe it. After seeing that performance. Yeah, well, now I'm like, okay. I'm like, what? Yeah, and everything remained intact. Like, no wardrobe malfunction. Everything was, was good. I wonder how you practice that. Like, I wonder Me if you too, without hurting yourself. Like, well, I'm too. like, was this in... Do you practice this, or does the adrenaline sort of take over? Because you can... That's a lot. Yeah, that that is a lot. She killed it. I was so proud of her. No, me, I know me too. There was a lot of energy. Venue, like you felt it through the TV. You felt it through the TV. The fact that all her people were there to support her, she brought them there. Like that was just a boss, a boss up move. Yeah, no, it was she was great. like, I need that private jet though. But yeah. <laughs> other than that, everybody wants a private jet. Right. <laughs> and then before we check in on our folks out in Atlanta, one thing I do want to give a shout out to Kendra. Yes. Because she did say a killer line that I loved saying, I'm not the type of woman to hate another woman because of what a man did. You better come with that sisterhood. So and with I was that like, sisterhood yes. Because, you know, you see so many times that when there is an interesting love triangle or a square, a love square going on. It's the females that kind of attack each other. Yeah, it's true. And then it's always the man that's, you know, kind of pawning them both. So I did, I loved that. Me too, because I've had a dream about something, about a girl messing with my man and woke up feeling some type of way. Like, (laughs) it's not even real life, man. Why do you have, why do you feel some type of way every time you see this woman? So. Oh, well, at least you know that, though, and you're not confronting. I mean, are you acting weird towards her? Do I I know this person? No, no, no. Mm -mm. Mm. It was years ago when I used to work out for the radio station. Oh, all so, right. yeah, it was the receptionist, and she had this big old booty. And she took my man uh, in my dream. Well, hold on, because did you want to have a big old booty like her? Well, I, is that what, let me just is, say is that I've a, always... another layer to Lejeune? Listen, I've always admired and appreciated a big old booty, and yeah. I felt like I deserved one. <laughs> and especially, you know... So maybe like, it was a subconscious thing that you wanted her booty, and that's the thing that you think that your man wanted, and that you couldn't offer it. right. Bitch, right. What did yeah, I just do? You did that. Come on. You broke me down. Dr. Easy. You broke me down. <laughs> oh, psychoanalyzing over here. Yeah, but you know, everybody can't have everything. 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 No one's and so perfect. that's what I've grown to learn. Like, <laughs> uh, take me for what I am. Scab knee and all. Broken bumper and all. And also, I hear um, from men that um, slim women... Just have an ability to maneuver <laughs> and handle situations a little bit differently mm. than you would think that but a thicker woman seen can. But spice, though. Yeah, Because she the, maneuvers, baby. Yeah, but she maneuvers, but do she maneuver on... Oh, ah. sorry. I'm, Look at you. Pause. <laughs> We're so, taking this part out. She's putting some, like, D contest out there now. Right. <laughs> Layers to Lejeune and now they, the I D I have contest. a saying. I have a saying. I said it in a rhyme. Some t- they say thick thighs save lives, but that gap brought them back. I got oh that thigh gap. God. Oh, you do? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know what I have. You get a sneak of the cheeks when you peek through the crack. I have, like, medium-sized thighs, but oh. no gap. Oh, yeah. Right? I don't know. I'll look at it later. Because the gap happens right up top, and then the thighs touch yeah. after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my thighs do touch, but there's a little gap where you Why could... do people like that? I don't care. Oh, because, like, uh, like uh, should we even get into that? I don't know. I think it's a sexy... I don't know. It's some, I guess it's just a sexual thing. I don't know, but I do know that, like, and when I look in the mirror, I can see my butt. <laughs> 
<laughs> She's like, so take that. Right. And mm. so maybe that, I don't know, it's like peekaboo. Ooh, what's, what you got back there? I see it. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of butts. Oh, this is a lot. No, it's fine. <laughs> speaking of butts, over in Atlanta, we got Akbar. Yes, we shaking do. Shaking her ass at, towards Sierra when her, Sierra, and Shay are all at the gym. Yes. And, you know, Ooh, Shay didn't realize about that this. there was some beef happening between Akbar mm-hmm. and Sierra. And it got a little heated. It got a little, got a little heated. And you know what I love to do when things get a little heated and there's cursing involved. I know, I know. What do I like to do, Lejeune? A little VHMR. A VHASMR is what I like to do. So we got uh, Akbar and Sierra going at it. Who do you want to be? Oh, um, I'll be Sierra. Sierra. All right, I'll be Akbar. So this is VHASMR. Akbar, what this bitch doing here? Sierra, who are you talking to? Akbar, you, she bring all this negativity about some mama bitch that fucked with her beep. Just bringing her problems to my meeting. Sierra. You need to be very mindful of this beep, Stevie. He did so many other people. I know wrong. Akbar. Well, the people that he did fucked up is not me. I'm a real rapper. I'm real talent. The bitches that you talking about ain't got it. Sierra. Even with my friends' lives and careers, I don't want that to happen to you. Akbar, girl, ain't none your friends talented. Sierra, yes, the fuck they are. Akbar, who, bitch, name the names. You need to worry about your man and your eyebrow deal that you got going on. Don't worry about me. Sierra, shut your ass up. Don't wave your ass at me. That was V H A S M R R R. I do love the water throwing though, because she's just like, wow, bam, 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 waving the ass. And she's like, don't you wave your ass at me? And then when she walks away, I see Akbar trying to grab like Shay's water. And she's like, what the fuck? And she's just like chucking the water in the gym. Yeah. And then, you know, people could be slipping. Because the know. gym floors are very sleek I know. and chic. And then they got that suit or whatever. But so hopefully somebody got right behind them and wiped that water up because that is not a safe environment yeah. for a spill. Yeah, and we don't want any lawsuits coming our way. Hey, easy, I died when you were reading, and you said, what did you say? <laughs> name names. I don't know why that was so funny name to me. Name. You said, name, name, the name. She, I was like, yo. She wanted a list. She did. She She's, said, well, name, the names. she did pop names. off with a list. She said, name, and, the name names. names. <laughs> Who? <laughs> Who, Bill? Who, Bill? But it is what it is. So, yeah. But we do see for the teaser in the next episode, BK does roll up on Sierra, since we are talking about her, yeah. to let her know that she's a scumbag. Mm-hmm. I'm like, ouch. Uh, scra- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a little hard. You're crazy. <laughs> uh, scrap telling he was upset. <laughs> he was really upset. I can't, like, I can't wait to talk about this next week. Yo, you and me both. Because it's like, pa-pa. Scumbag you- is like, oh. Right. Like, 
I don't know. I, I, for me, I'd like, I'd rather be called a bitch, not a scumbag. Yeah, me too. Because people, no, it's true. Because it's like I don't know. It's so it's it's yeah. It's I don't want to be called. If you call me a scumbag, you're serious. Like people throw around bitch all the time when they're yeah. happy, when they're sad, the when something's word. funny. Yeah, yeah. But scumbag. Yeah, word. you really were hurt. Look, that that really like took us a whole other level. Yeah. We're so distracted. Uh, so Scrap is telling Stevie he and Sierra are not in a committed relationship, just getting to know each other, which is true. Rashida and Jasmine do have a chat, so good job, Mimi. And it seems like Jasmine is saying how Kirk is painting Rashida out to be a villain, question mm-hmm. mark? Mm-hmm. And then Carly and Mo do go to counseling, but she seems to be throwing up. She's like, I'm throwing up. I'm throwing up. And, and I like, was like, Takes I, a pillow. I'm like, is this, um, like, get up, go, maybe do that over the bathroom, yeah. too. Um, are or you throwing up? Trash can. Not the pillow. Trash that poor therapist man, he's like, Smith. That's my whole pillow. You're going to vomit on that? I've never seen anybody just throw up and just, like, lean over there. Like, get up. <laughs> like, move. She yeah, just you get, hold the mouth You closed. spent so much time saying that you're going to throw up. No, but we love you. We love you. I just, oh, yeah, I hope that everything's okay. But I do want to know, are you, is this, like, are you throwing up from the drama and the issues that you're talking about? Or is there, like, a health issue? Is there something else with the pregnancy? Because, oh. you know, she was dealing with that IVF. Oh, that's so. true. There's a lot going on. So, yeah. I, I guess we'll find out next week only on Love & Hip Hop Atlanta. That's right. <laughs> right here. We'll talk about it. Yeah. All right. So let's go to T.I. and Tiny Friends and Family Hustle. LaToya is nervously recording new music. Monica would rather give birth than go through recovery after her foot surgery. Tiny is popping up on King while out on tour. And Toya's mom, Anita, releases a tell-all book. And I know we talked about this last week, so let's get into it. Anita, this she has a tough upbringing and revealed some, like... Things like how she was molested at 13 years old, unfortunately, and then got pregnant, and then she was a former stripper, and her stripper sweet name was black. Sweet Black. But then we also learned that she was, uh, you know, on the upper side, and like an extra in the Juveniles Back That Ass Up video. So classic and epic. Yeah. What? Bro, when I was. Did you when go back young, and look at the video to see if you could see her? I tried to, but you know, it's SD, oh, it's standard yes. depth, and. Good I got like her. you know PRK LASIK on my eyes mm. and the, I get blurry sometimes. So, but I definitely remembered that video hardcore and watching it because you know being in the closet as a so young kid. So let's go back to this. Let's go oh, back to shit. this because I did want to talk about. I do want to talk about something else about Anita and this. But now that you brought up back that a video, okay, yeah. So Wayne was on that on that song, right? <gasps> That's the song when he was like wobbity wobbity drop it like it's hot. Oh my now God. after you back it up, yeah. So. Now, this is interesting now. Yeah. So, basically, her mom was twerking in a music video. That her daughter. Eventually went on to marry and have a child with. Yes. She, she married Wayne, right? Were they actually married or is that like... I know. I think, yeah, they got married. Yeah, because it was featuring Lil Wayne and Manny Fresh. Yes. Oh, my God. I didn't even put that connection. I did. I was trying to, like... This I, is why you're my puzzle piece. Right. Mm. Or whatever. So, like... I wonder now, like, was Toya on set to watch her mom via a music video? Wait, was she born yet? I don't even know the timeline of this whole thing. I'm assuming Toya was born. I'm assuming because yeah. Wayne oh, was oh there. God, 100%. I'm an idiot. And I'm she sorry. can't That's be that stupid. much younger than She's not 14. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I fucked yeah. that up. I, I'm not good with timelines. I'm no, not good but with I, these are the thoughts that ran through my head. Like, oh, yeah. in my mind, I was like, Maybe oh, she was so she knew Juvenile before? <gasps> and then I was like, oh, snap. Shit. That, like, could have. But Maybe I don't think she knew. Been. I don't think she knew Wayne yet. 
Got it. Okay. I, I We have to dig a little deeper. Yeah. We'll circle back on that, guys. Uh, yeah. But one thing that I really loved about this book is how Toya mentioned how her mom a few years ago wouldn't even admit to having a drug problem. Yes. And look at how... F- how far she's come. Like, like you've gone from not being able to own your demons to writing a tell-all book about it. Yeah. That's a lot of growth. And then also having your granddaughter reenact it on top of it at a book release party. Right. Right. That was cute, though. Yeah. That's tough, though, because, like, I, I don't know if I would be able to reenact my grandparents' history, especially, like, something that Anita went through. Yeah. Uh, so props to Regine on trying to even attempt it because for me I would be like, oh, I can't, I can't touch that. Yeah. That, she went through some shit. She did go through some shit. I don't know. I feel like um, it would be hard for me to get there, but yeah. I think I could do it. Um, be, I don't know. I'm, I mean, I'm not a, an actor like that, so yeah, it yeah. would be hard for me to do it justice. But I think. Because it's someone that's so close to me, I would be able to grab those emotions. Oh, got it. My sister See, suggested that, that I'm an uh, empath. What do you call those people? Empath- that Empathetic? Uh, there's a word like an empopath or empath. Or what, anyway, somebody said it, and then my sister was like pointing to me because someone told me. Because you like story. go through the emotions with the person. Yeah, it's and empathetic. like yeah. I like am the type of person where you can tell me a story about someone I don't even know, and, and then you're like, and I could cry. <laughs> Aww. It happened to me oh. recently, and my sister was like, "Are you crying?" Like that's my sister. I'm not laughing at the June. That's my sister's line for me. She's FYI. always she's never sure if I'm like laughing or crying or just being. <laughs> <laughs> well, Are you crying? But I guess that's why Regine got her acting coach involved to try to help her break that barrier because the coach called her out. She's like, "You know, you're trying to look too cute. You have to be vulnerable." Can't judge her. Yeah, but Regine is in her head because I, I get it too. Because she's like, I don't want to be a meme. I don't want to be a meme. That and was such a good one. I was like, oh shit. But listen, I think that there's nothing wrong with being a meme. I think that Drake and team were very. Now this is alleged. I don't think that's yeah. true. But I feel like you can, you know, you it's kind of curate your meme. But I do say what she because you can't control how somebody's going to create a meme out of you. So Drake, I feel like got ahead of the curve. I got ahead of it. You yeah. know, like they did it. Yeah, you're right. But like. Random people in America. Well, we don't know if they did it. But, well, yeah, we you know, don't know. We, I, I think. heard. Yeah, I heard. Yeah, probably that, like, my theory. Yeah, there's <laughs> yeah. a theory, everybody. But, no, but yeah, but I, here's my thing. I'm just on it from a more of a. There's no press is bad press these days. Yeah. And if you're relevant, I'm sorry. It, that's it. Goes back to the point. You're always trying to be cute, and that could hinder you from success unless your brand is, like, being a supermodel. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Well, I think she's probably in her head because, remember, last week, like, she was going through it because when she posted the oh, picture of her yeah, brother and right, the Nipsey. Right. So. You know what? I can't I, even speak because her <laughs> life is... No, her life is just way different. Your dad is Little Wayne. So... Yeah. Yeah, it's different. Everything that you say, everything that you do is going to get magnified and people can't wait to make a meme out of it. But um, I love this is for your your grandma, and this is like a really huge story. Yep. So I'm going to need you to roll up your sleeves and not worry about that and get into it. Yeah, because Monica's grandmother says opinions are like people's buttholes. Fully shit. I mean, I heard on the flip side it's that everyone has one. That everyone has an opinion. I didn't, yeah. She caught me off guard when uh, she said that. (laughs) I was like, oh, okay. So that makes sense. Regine, take Monica's grandma's advice that everyone has an has an opinion. It's gonna be okay, girl. Right. <laughs> so over in the tip and tiny world, they do end up getting King two security guards, Rod and Chuz. 
What's going on, guys? And they also got him a, t- <laughs> a tutor while he's out on tour. And if he goes rogue, they're saying the tour is over and it's for his own good. Right. And I do like that Tiny does pop up on King. She rolls got up. to. And this is why I love Tiny because anytime I've worked with her, she is tiny. But she always rolls up in like a full-size SUV. And just like watching like her little self come out of a vehicle like that, I just love it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's, you know, it's it's high. So like yeah. you got to get up there. So I just like how she just rolls up. She's like, hey, y'all. Right. <laughs> Here I am. What's going on? And King's like, oh, ne- you should have told me next time. She's like, I don't have to tell like, you shit. No, no, no. But yeah, she, she checks on him. Apparently, he's doing all of his schoolwork, and that's great. Yeah, it looks like he's doing well. And I'm proud of him. When she does try to go back and report to T.I., like, oh, hey, you know, everything's cool. He's like, listen here, you're a habitual non-teller. Right. And he's like, that's a person who doesn't tell you something you need to know. And then when you remind them, they say, oh, oh my God, I didn't tell you that. Oh, I didn't do that. I think that that says a lot about the person not being told. Oh. Right? Now you're getting deeper. I, I do. Psychoanalyzed you I do earlier. because <laughs> basically it, it shows that maybe, I'm, I'm not saying anything about personal about it, but I'm just yeah. saying that maybe you're the type of person that may be too critical or too judgmental about ideas until you see them play out. Because he does say that he King is doing a lot better on tour than he expected. Yeah. And, and he is proud. So maybe that's why Tiny went that route. Right. And listen. I here's see what you say. So I'm... that it doesn't get shut down, just see, just give it a chance before you shut down, before you rule with that iron fist, let's give it a chance. And so unfortunately, when you're not open, people are going to sort of go around you and then show you. Because people, I can show you better than I can tell you in a lot of yeah. instances. So Okay. That's that cute. was um our our segment of layers with <laughs> layers of <Luigi. laughs> Um and then really quick I do want to give a shout out to Letoya and Tommy because I love to watch the sexual tension that they have. They are so cute. Like it kind of makes me a little rowdy if right. you will because they to me they're little couple goals cuz just like they're just talking, and he's just, like, looking at her, and she's just all, are you biting right. your lip right now? I'm biting my lip now, yeah. looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, is he even talking about I know. got our hormones I going? I know, I know, I know. That was cute. They're so cute. And then the fact that they they have, like, that sexual chemistry, and then they have, like, that I fun. love it. The fun that they have. I know. We need that. We do. I love, I love the little prank right that she made. all the time over here, like, what the fuck? Right, where you at? I'm even. I send out a super like here and there. Oh, maybe I should get on a dating app. You're, I have never been in, your on, life? in my life. Layers to the June. Layers. Are you serious? Yo, I've never done oh it. God, let's do that for. Uh, we we need to amp the podcast up. So let's put your dating life on blast. Okay. Oh my God! All right, next week we're gonna literally put you on a dating app and just I want to see firsthand your experience because. I can't believe you've never been on a dating app. Yeah. I'm on, like, six of them. You know what it is? That as an adult, I, like, so, as an adult, I feel like I've been in re- relationship to relationship. Oh, shit. And this is, like, my first time being free. <gasps> oh, my God. No, the messages you're going to get. Oh, my God. I can't. Ooh, we need to, I'm okay. excited. We're putting a pin on that. Ooh, okay. We are definitely going to Revisiting this. We are definitely All right, get that. ready, VH1 hunted fansiders <laughs> for me to find a man. Yeah, thank you, Latoya and Tommy, for the inspiration. <laughs> yes, thank you. We love them. They're so cute. All right, let's chat about our kids over on Black and Crew Chicago. We're really starting to see the divide between old and new. Nine Mag 
you know, over. Oh, at, are we? Yes. Oh, oh yes, we oh, are. We sure are. The divide is the real. The divide is real. Even though they're in the same building, they're literally in the same building. Because, like I said, I was there a week or two ago. Oh snap! I didn't even think about that. It's straight up in the same building. I mean, you see it because like the camera shows you like the whole building. Yeah, it's like you're right. One side. So like. Yo, Ryan's new Nine Mag shop is splashy as fuck. The outside, it's like this big ass sign, and then the OG does have the sign, but I do like it that it's humble. Yeah, and it's like there. So I do. I I, I get it. It's different vibes. But over at the old Nine Mag, it looks like not looks like, but some clients have been getting kicked out. Getting a little sloppy. The mm. door is broken. The couch is broken. Oh, I will say the door is fi- I, again. I was just there. Door is fixed. I was gonna ask you about that. The door is fixed, and the couch is comfortable. So I didn't feel like it was, like, broken, broken, but it's going to be all right. Listen, if it's broke, it's broke. Like, it's it doesn't bro- have to be uncomfortable <laughs> to be broken, broken. Listen, I'm just trying to, like... That was funny. You I got feel like it was broken, broken. <laughs> but it was comfortable. It's, like, lived in. If but- my, like, rivals had another shop and they had fresh new furniture, the last thing I want is even an almost broken couch. Yeah, I guess you're right. I was like, it just felt comfortable, and I was all, this is cozy. This is cute. This is like the original. This is, it's classic. (laughs) No, Ryan's couches are the the best. I almost took a nap on there. So he he got good couches, too. I should be like a couch expert all of a sudden. You don't have tattoos, right? I have one, look. It's for my dad. That's that's really nice. Yeah, so it's dinami is what it says, and dinami in Greek means strength. And my sister has it on her foot. Oh, so and good. Because he was a very very strong guy, yeah. so I wasn't that like creative to think about a tattoo. So I just stole hers. Oh, that's that she good. Had. And I at least have a like, connection with my sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's but, that's yeah, I have, beautiful. I, think. I have one tattoo. If you were to get another for my mom, would you get oh it from the old nine mag or the new nine mag? Well, it depends on the artist. Cause I would love, so I would love to get a tattoo from obviously Ryan, so that would happen yeah, at yeah, the new yeah. Nine Mag. Okay, but yeah. obviously I want to get one from Four too, which is old, because he's not officially at New Nine Mag, I don't think. Yeah, no. And then Lily too. Well, Lily's a, a roaming spirit right now, but we do find out at the end of this episode that Ryan does hire her. Yeah, yeah. But we'll yeah. get into which that. he know that. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about that. We'll <laughs> we'll talk about that real quick. Um, but. Yeah, so when Gina and Britney Slam come through the old shop to check on it, and Charmaine basically rats out Van, she's like, we don't have ink, we don't even have toilet paper, and I have to take a shit. And I was like, oh, damn. Now, that's just going far if you don't even have toilet paper. (laughs) Yeah, man. I'm all, well, miss, you know, maybe just, like, bring a roll from home if you know that you're going to be at the shop. No, but, but I'm gonna need Van. Right. I'm gonna need Van to pull, pick it together. Pick, and it's it like, don't don't be so mean to Latifah <laughs> if you can't even hire somebody. Like poor Bella, that was just crazy. But then when Gina and Slam go back to Ryan to fill him in on the old shop and you know how everything is kind of just a little murky over there, he's just basically saying like that is Van's shop. Like I get a percentage out of that. Like he, I get a check out of it. But how Van wants to run the shop, it's up to him. It's true, but. but- Gina, like I said last week, she is she is good. She does make a good point by saying, "Well, you don't want the brand to be tarnished though because of the old shop because yeah, technically that is the old point. that is Nine Mag." But then we got Lily. She's trying to interview with the new Nine Mag team and clearly she could tell that it's definitely different and she's trying to be like, "Listen, the old shop, it was surrounded by bullshit." And Greasy's chiming in because he's just like, listen, that's on you because how other people behave is on them, but how you behave 
Yeah. Is what you're doing. Great motherly advice. And that interview, though, the whole group interview thing kind of made me laugh, laugh though, because it was, everybody says it on the show, like, it's very culty. So she's like, hi, everybody. Like, all of them are just looking at her, like, what you going to bring to the show? Right. But well, listen, your reputation precedes you. So, ladies and gentlemen, I know that in the moment it feels good to, like, lash out and turn up. But don't forget that your reputation precedes you and how you want to be remembered and how you want to be treated when you walk into a room is a reflection of those decisions that you make. That's right. And Lily's mom even says it to her, like, you don't solve your problems by hitting people. That's what I tell my son. Why, does your son hit people? No, but I feel like if he did, that's what I would tell him. And he's a child, so it was just funny to be having that conversation with a grown-ass woman. Oh. Okay. It was just cute. No, it was cute. (laughs) 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 So, like we said, Ryan does end up hiring Lily at the new shop. But, you know, my girl likes to say that she feels petty because when she got hired, she made sure to roll by that old shop to get her stuff. Not just to go in and out and be like, hey, guys, I'm taking my things and leaving. She did a whole Ponderosa thing right at that table, rubbing salt in the wound, saying how the new shop is on point and everything's falling apart here. Yeah. And she's also <laughs> like, clearly Ryan left the people that he doesn't want to fuck with here. Bye! Right. <laughs> Takes that little roller thing and pieces out. So it really looks like she's off. It's a new day for her. It's that, a new day. Not really, but she's got, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the high, you know, you didn't have to do all that. You could have, like, Said your piece, got your stuff, got your and, stuff gone, and but gone. not went all the way in. Like yeah, that, she rubbed know? that salt and rubbing alcohol in that wound. Right, it's true. Let them know. Um, but so basically, I say that to say that I hope that she is prepared for her new opportunity and is not going to let her emotions get in the way. Yeah, I do anticipate that something's going to happen because she, she. I feel like Lily's more of a free spirit, and the new Nine Mag is definitely running a tight ship there. With that, the manager and Gina and all that stuff. So I, I'm intrigued to see how that's all going to pan Same. out. One thing I do want to ask you before we wrap up on Black Ink is for. Mm. So he oh, has yeah. a song that he's known for for Chi Town, and it's like the anthem of Chicago. Yep. And the Chicago Sky WNBA team that's in Chicago, they approach him and they're asking him like, "Hey, we want you to remix it and name it Sky Town because that's the basketball team name." And he receives lyrics and kind of passes on it. Now, Lejeune, you're obviously an artist yourself. Right. If you had this opportunity presented to you, what would you do? Like, because I, I, it's it seemed like how this played out was they were telling four like, "Hi, these are the lyrics. You have to do this." I don't know if there was any back and forth. So, what yeah, would you have no, done? Yeah. It's so yeah. It seems like it seems like there was some back and forth, and he would like send them a draft, and they'd come back with, "Let's add this." And so that that's a lot, you know. Yeah. If if they told me, hey, remix your song, uh, with incorporate, you can give me a few guidelines, but once you start giving me lines, like the lines that he was reading, what do you say? I like the way you dribble. And yeah, and the there switch. are just certain things that are gonna compromise the integrity of your brand, and so like yeah. I do the free and caps here. You don't want it here. to be corny, right? You don't yeah. want it to be corny, and I do the free caps here, and. Maybe some could say that that's corny because I'm being so silly in my lyrics, but that is a reflection of who I am. Like, I'm silly, yeah. I like to have fun, and I can flip anything because I'm a wordsmith. Hey. Um, <laughs> She's so but, humble about it, but too. But I, um, I'm choosing the lyrics. So it'd yeah. be ch- tricky if you're telling me I have to do this thing and you're telling me what to say, then it could get really corny. You know, yeah. you have to feel confident. Also, bottom line is that if you don't feel confident about what you're delivering, it's going to be corny. True. So yeah, trust you your gut and protect it. your brand, boo. How's your bubbly gut? Is it back? 
Um, no, no, I'm good. You I, guys? you know, I had just a couple rough days last week, but um, <laughs> I'm back to being Lejeune. Back to being Lejeune. Layers to Lejeune. Okay. And <laughs> then really quick, when he was in his apartment going over the lyrics, mm-hmm. did you randomly see like it was like a hot tub or like a fountain thing in his family room? Did you see that? It was like. In the like, there was a couch, and then all of a sudden, there was like this random pond. I don't know what it was, but I there didn't was like even notice that. rocks around it. I just noticed that it was very feng shui, the place. And so, was, oh, maybe that's what it was to like to be all zenny, because it was like the most random. It was like a huge rocky right. type of situation. I so I'm assuming to check it was that out. Pond. But I like it. I like um, a space where there's not too much going on. Oh. And just let me have all the clutter in my mind. <laughs> no, no, no. Not in the room. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so it seems like next week's episode, everyone's heading down to Miami, and Charmaine does open about how she is not happy and doesn't seem to be wanting to be at the shop anymore and is crying. Well, I guess because when you don't have toilet paper, that's what happens. Yeah, well, you have to... Um, you know, you have to make your decisions, you know? That's <laughs> there's, there's Lejeune's motherly advice. Once again. I don't even know what to say. It's like, I, I, I don't really work well. And this is why I don't talk to people. And I speak oh. to myself. No, seriously. Because I find that... You don't that talk to people at the workplace? I you did, know that people that work with us listen to this No, show, right? I'm not talking about people at the workplace. I'm, oh, just talking, clear that up. I'm just talking to anyone outside of myself. People. <laughs> oh. Human beings. So that's us still including Homeo workplace. Homeo Got it. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> but no, one thing that I do find in life is that people like to complain. People love to complain. And I don't even think that the people that love to complain realize that they love to complain. But here's my thing. You're not going to complain to me more than twice without having tried to find a solution. Okay. So So when when you complain complain to me, yeah, if you complain to me by the third time, you better have a plan attached to this complaint. Like, so this is how we're moving forward. I can't take this anymore, but this is what I'm going to do. You know what I'm saying? So whether it, so basically she has made some attempts to try to help Van, right? But he obviously is not going to accept that help. Uh, So now what are you going to do to either remove yourself from the situation or make it a healthy situation, a happy situation for you? Yeah. So maybe that's why she thought, Ryan would come back and try to help out, but we all know. I don't know why she thought that. He went ahead and opened up a completely different shop. If he wanted to be involved and interact and engage with those people, he would have brought them to the shop with him. Like, I just don't understand where the miscommunication is with them and Ryan. Like, why don't they know? That he the arrangements well, like maybe, maybe they miss him. They probably do miss and him. Just so in that, in which case, and so that brings me to another point. Oh. So Charmaine, she got points on points on points. You should probably talk to Ryan directly. Got it. Okay. And not a middleman. Well, we don't know though because look how Ford tried to last week's episode. Ford tried to come into the shop and Gina stopped him at the door. So I guess they're trying to respect the way. Like, okay, Gina and Slam, you're here checking up on us. Yeah, this is what's going on. Bring this back to Ryan. No, no, I hear that, but things are not running properly, and so now you've given your complaints to a third party, and now the person has gone back. Out. And Gina sort of made it seem like. They're complaining about what Ryan needs to be doing. And that yeah. wasn't the case. They were venting yes. about the management situation. Yeah, I feel like that's where it got twisted. And, and that's why it, it 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 always is helpful to just be direct. 
be direct. And they're in the same building, so hop on over. Right, <laughs> send a text message. <laughs> a DM. <laughs> we also had a new episode of Martha and Snoop in honor of Father's Day. Oh, yeah. Who were the guests that we had on the show? Legend. So we had Rev Run. Hell, huh? Father. He was on Team Martha. Yes, yes. Um, and Regina Hall. Ooh. She was super cute on the show. And then Jesse T. Usher came in as guest judge. Okay. And we always know that every time it comes down to chow down, they always play a game. So yeah. this week they played a game called, quote, questionable neckties. That's right. End quote. In honor of Father's Day because, you know, fathers, I guess, love ties. And also because, like, a lot of times kids are, they don't know what else to do but to It's either get tool, a tie tools or, or make a tie, a tie or a socks. Right. right. Pretty much. <laughs> so some of the questions that they asked, and I always like to do this with you, Lejeune, because, again, layers to Lejeune. So in this questionable neckties game, they had some questions like, the worst punishment you ever received. Mm. Um, so here's the thing. I'm the baby. <laughs> I'm the baby of three, right? Like, I never got punished. And I'm not saying that I never got punished, but I didn't get punished as much because I'm smart. And Ooh. I learned. Oh, she just came for her whole sibling. No, I'm just saying. I'm I was smart. fortunate enough to, <laughs> to, learn, have, from their, to uh, learn from their mistakes things. and oh, to okay. see how people react when they say or do certain things or move a Ooh, certain kind so of way. She's so strategic. So I was able to avoid a lot of punishment. I, I, I very rarely like got into trouble like that as a kid coming up. But, yeah. you know, there were some times when I would have to get a spanking. Um, but I honestly feel like one day I got in trouble and my dad was like, you can either have a spanking or you can not stay up with us and watch this family show, whatever we were into at the time. And And I chose, I should have, if I could go back in time, I would have just taken the spanking and been done with it. But they all went outside and were riding bikes. I was laying in the bed. You know how it is in the summertime. The sun doesn't go down till late. Yeah. So it was like full sun. So the FOMO kicked in. I can hear them giggling and laughing, riding bikes back and forth. Right. And then by the time the show came on, I probably had cried myself to sleep and I could have just been (laughs) over it. Like I could have had my spanking and been done. Yeah. Oh, damn. Whatever. I guess mine was, uh, I mentioned a couple weeks ago, is when my mom threw a cordless phone at my face. Oh, yes. <laughs> and locked me in. <laughs> and then I, like, couldn't leave my room then. Yeah. Also, That was a pivotal moment. My dad lived in Rome, New York, so when I was a teenager, I think my mom was concerned about me going wild. So anytime, oh. like, I would get into, like, any sort of little trouble, don't let it be summertime, she'd be like, you're going to your dad's. And not that it's a punishment to be with my dad because mm-hmm. it's great, always great to be with my dad. Yeah, of course. But it was far away and far away from my friends. And so, like, we didn't uh, have okay. cell phones like that back in the day. Like, my friends were literally writing me letters. It, like, that was the situation. <laughs> it's like a pen pal thing. Right. Damn, that is far. I remember one day my dad's girlfriend said something about it being punishment, me being up there. And he was like, it's not punishment. <laughs> it's quality time. Right. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> she has no other distractions around. Except to hang with her father. Right. So another question they asked is one thing that you did which really pissed off your dad. Mm. Um. For me, um, we had a restaurant and in Pennsylvania where I grew up. We had an Italian restaurant, even though we're Greek. It's fine. Oh, snap. And anytime... So my dad and I would cook all the food together. Shut up. Like, yeah, what's up? Wifey status over here. What? So, sometimes... I, when I would work the deep fryer, I would kind of like drip oil on the floor, quote unquote, by accident, because I love doing spins. 
and the floor, <laughs> the floor would be a little slippery. Shut so up. I would just always do spinning because we would be like so fucking busy too, and I would be like. Mozzarella sticks, spin, put it down. And he's like, oh, my God, why do you always have to spin? And he would, like, get so angry. And it just made it fun for me because I was like, first of all, sir, we are in such, like, a robot mode, like, pasta, sauce, bowl, out. Pasta, bowl, pasta, bowl, sauce, out. And then I would, like, finish. Because he would, like, cook, start everything, and then I would finish it off. Right, the finisher. The finisher, the nice touch, like, bow, with the parsley. Hey. I would get bored <laughs> with just, wait. like, walking back and forth. So I would do spins with dripping oil. So I, I never I never fell, though, so I was like, can you give me some props? Right. How about that? Oh, So, yeah, man. he would get annoyed with that situation. That's so good. Right? I was like, I'm just making it spicy in this kitchen, sir. I'm like, you're welcome. That is so he didn't cute. find it entertaining though, but that's fine. My mom would help out once in a while too, and she would just always like throw in an extra mo- extra mozzarella stick for herself to eat. Oh, so he would get mad at her. Oh, that sounds like, like me. <laughs> just thinking about mozzarella sticks right now, I'm like, man, I'd have been he, I, I'd have been no good. I'd have been getting in trouble all the time. If I was in that kitchen with fresh mozzarella sticks. Yeah, it's a wrap. And how was the marinara sauce? I'm imagining you guys a, had great. Yeah, because he would make it's it all fresh. About the yeah, he would make it fresh. Uh, yeah, no, it was fantastic. Yeah. We would always have like a little side thing, like eat ourselves. Oh, that's so, so good. It is what it is. Well, my dad, you know, like I said, I was a pretty good kid. Didn't mm-hmm. get in trouble because I knew how to play my position. But uh, hey, my position. I learned. Not saying that I was a sneaky kid, but I'm just saying. <laughs> 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 but <laughs> one thing that my father was, like, always really big on our bodies as, like, just taking care of them. And he, I guess he felt maybe, I think, more so because we were females. But if we hurt ourselves, he would get mad. And he'd be like, look what you did to my knees. And be like, um, technically, they're my, they're <laughs> they're my, on my body. So one day I had gotten into it with this boy. I pushed him, which I shouldn't have done, but I was just trying to get to class on time before that bell rang. You're like, Hello. And he ended up pushing me back, but I fell down and chipped my tooth. When I got oh, no, up, it didn't, it didn't even hurt. Okay. But when I got up, I heard a little ding. And I licked my tooth, and I could hear my father. Like, my tooth. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> he's like, you're half of me, my DNA. But well, he's probably also thinking, like, I got to pay for that, too. And also, like, you're a reflection of me. So if you're going to be over here looking banged up, like, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Little does he know today she's scraping Keep her it knee. together. Lo- loose bumpers. I know. I had to tell him about that knee, that knee situation. He was just, oh, you should have seen his face. And he just was shaking his head. I love that. Yeah, but um, long story short, I got up and got into a fight with that boy. Because, oh, okay. Yeah, I, I, it's the only time I ever got into a fight with this boy that chipped my tooth because I didn't want to have to face the repercussions of my dad getting mad at what happened to his tooth. Yeah. <laughs> but he ended up not being mad, but I think that I eased the blow by fighting that boy. Okay. Well, like he, there you go. Strategic. He was sort of a um, not trying to show me, but I could see his, because he too would talk to me a certain kind of way, but then he would talk to other people a different kind of way about mm. how I beat the boy up. Okay. He liked that. He was, that. Proud. He he was proud. proud. He's like, look, my girl can hold her own. Right. Out in these streets. Yeah. She ain't skirt. She ain't never all. skirt. Right. <laughs> I went to the dentist, right? I didn't go miss have one full day with that chip tooth. Yeah, I immediately no. went to the dentist. And thank God social media didn't exist back then because everybody oh, would know. Thank God. Mm. <laughs> so those are some of the questions that they asked on Martha and Snoop. And again, happy Father's Day to everybody. That's right. Happy Father's so Day. So before y'all. we cut out, Next week on June 19th, we have the season eight premiere of Basketball Live. Yes, I can't wait to get into it. I know, me too. Can't wait to get into it. Super, super excited 
to have it back. So, of course, we do want to count down our top five favorite moments from the last season. Because why not? Right. Why not? Because there's so many moments. There are so So many moments. So we may as well honor the top five. All right. So here are our top five moments of Basketball Wives Season 7. Number five. Okay, never before seen side of Jackie. So this is the moment when Jackie sits down with her therapist for the first time ever to learn how to control her anger. This is a big deal, guys. She wants to rid her life of all the negativity, aggressive behavior that she's adopted over the years and taken out on other people, which we've seen play out on the show. Jackie, how old were you when you were putting people in their place? When did it start that you weren't taking any more off of anybody else? Um, probably seven, eight. Mm-hmm. Around that time, my mom went away. Um, she had been around bad people, done some bad things that she's openly talked about. Sure. And she, we all had to go in foster care for a few years. And I think that was when I overheard my foster family say, these kids are just here, put their food in a separate cabinet, and they eat only that. And the other person said, what if they get hungry at night? And she said, if they're hungry, they can eat their fingernails. And I never forgot that. And so, yeah, that's a very tough time. Right. Number four. This is a a funny slash diss moment between Malaysia and OG. So, you know, their new friendship does start off a little rocky. Jabs are thrown back and forth about each other's wigs. And as OG gets up to leave, Malaysia does another diss telling her, like, oh, well, your wig is so far back on your head, it seems like your wig is already in the car. Why are you leaving, girl? Right. <laughs> that, that was some shit. Check it out. I'm going to get out of here. I'm getting a little sleepy, and I got to go get my man some food. You and Wig can stay here. It's fine. <laughs> Yours is coming off. No, it's not. I see it. No. <laughs> no. You don't see anything. Not with those bangs. No. I need a drink. Your wig is already in the car where you need to go. Malaysia. What the f- was that? I think her wig is too tight. That hair. That hair, honey. Number three is an emotional moment. Um, this is when Malaysia speaks out about police brutality. Yeah, this and her, is real. I know, this was really real. And her past experience with losing her brother to a policeman's gunshot. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it got pretty deep. I don't think Mommy ever really told you what happened to Uncle Dante, right? Yeah. A police officer approached him, and um, the police officer thought that Dante had a gun in his pocket that he didn't have anything, okay? So he was a little afraid of him, so... So he shot him. I just hate that I even have to have this conversation and I hate that I even have to feel this way, but... (sighs) Number two. The dramatic moment between Tammy and Jen. You know, Tammy and Jen have been spreading a a rumor about Evelyn sleeping with Shawnee's ex. Mm. Shawnee is now questioning everyone's trust because that's a rumor to really make you question your friendships. So Tammy and I had a conversation about Evelyn sleeping with your ex. 
That was the conversation. Sleeping with who? I, Johnny, I swear on my that's kids. A, that's a, that's, and who, I, that I told you that? No, you didn't tell me. So where is it coming from? I don't, don't look at me because I didn't say it. She told me. Tell me. You did not Shani? ask me was that true. You didn't hear that? Call him right now. Y'all have always had a vendetta. You try to drag me in. A I'm not trying to drag you in nah. nothing, Jen. Nah. You are the person no. that said it out no. of your mouth. Who said that? Nah. Bitch, you're lying. Number one. So this is the most dramatic moment of the season. Yes, it sure was. So I know that you guys will remember when Malaysia reveals to the group that Jen called Evelyn's daughter Shanice a whore who has slept with everyone. Mm. When Jen denies it, Malaysia's rage takes over and she throws a table in Amsterdam. Literally throws that table. We've seen some tables flipped on these shows. Yeah, hello. But can we count how many times we've seen somebody throw a table? I don't know, but I was very impressed with her bicep muscles, and I think the hat stayed on the entire time. Right. You better get it, Malaysia. Get it. Check this out. I love Shawnee. No, you don't. I am, I am honest. You've been lying from day one. Since I'm talking, I might as well say it all. You're a hater, bitch. You. Oh, you. No, no, you. So those are our top five favorite moments of last season of Basketball Wives. Again, the new season of Basketball Wives is Wednesday, right. June 19th. So, Lejeune, we are done with our podcast for today. Oh, everything went so fast, and there's so many moments to reflect on. But right? I have to say that this episode is dedicated to... Drumroll, please. The out of order sign on the inside of the door at the old <laughs> Nine Mag. Oh my God, that's right. Because she's like, the sign should be on the other side of the door, not on the inside. And then Dom's face was like, Burr. yeah, yeah you're right. Was funny. He was I, like, mean, I, I hung the sign on the door. <laughs> it did need to be on both sides, so I will give him that. Because if you're on the inside trying to get out, your knee jerk re instinct is to go out that door. Yeah, you're so, right. All right, so both sides it yeah. should have been on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, so that is a wrap on episode 10. 10 episodes oh, so wow. far. Can you believe? Can you believe? It's like an anniversary for oh, us. Oh, I love it. Happy anniversary. <laughs> but episode 10 of VH100, please make sure to subscribe, comment on iTunes, and remember to spread the word. Give us, give us that as an anniversary gift. That's right. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> and of course, be sure to follow the official Instagram pages for at Love and Hip Hop, at VH1, and at Black Ink Group. And be double sure to follow us too. I am at Easy Manoli, M A N O L I. I'm, I am Lejeune. That is L A June, like the month. This month. That's right. <laughs> so make sure you're <laughs> listening to us. 
keep it 100. VH100 is brought to you by VH1 and Revolver Podcasts. Pew, 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 pew. Hey, America, Christopher Hahn here, the Aggressive Progressive Podcast. What is with the president and the right-wing echo chamber encouraging these astroturf protests against stay-at-home orders around the country? It's ridiculous, and it needs to stop. Check out the Aggressive Progressive Podcast wherever you download podcasts.